This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome to AutoCorrect. We're helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, who is ASE certified. And today we're going to talk about the different kinds of automotive technicians and how do you know if somebody is capable other than they did a good job on your cousin's car. And we'll talk about certifications and the different types of repair people. Allison, last week was great, wasn't it? Yes, so awesome. Tell me about how. what did people come up to you? How was your week last week after the show? Yeah, definitely emails. Um, got some questions on car work that I'm going to be doing um, coming up soon on Facebook. Um, yeah, so, yes, lots of love, and I love that. The more questions, the better. Well, we had a lot of love expressed to MPB on your behalf, but also a a couple of concerns. They were worried that we were disrespecting you by calling you the lady auto mechanic because we don't call them the lady doctor or the lady veterinarian or the lady whatever. So... Tell us, now you came to us as the lady auto mechanic. Tell us about your brand. It was literally a decision of, I think I'll get more calls if I call myself the lady (laughs) auto mechanic. Uh, We got a different sensibility and it worked. And when I know when people call me for car work, that they are already sold on the idea. So I don't have to say, well, I am a lady or when they meet me like, oh, my God, wait a second. You know, it lets them know up front what they're working with and that it's a little different. It's a little bit. It is a little different the way that I do things. And and it's your brand and you own it and you're proud of it. And you like to advertise that. I do. That's that's your superiority. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> well, we're, so today we're going to talk about also her superiority. She's ASE certified, and we'll get to that. But look at this. We already have some calls this morning. So we're going to go ahead and go to Clark County. David, thanks for calling into AutoCorrect. What's your hey, question thanks, or thanks comment? For, thanks for having me. Thank you. Can you hear me? I can. We're so glad you called in. Go ahead. Well, I got a 2018 nissan titan that tore up on me in south carolina with 1500 miles Mm. so uh i drove it to it started tearing up on me and i drove it back to meridian the engine light didn't come on till like 500 more miles so i got it to meridian and they put it on their gizmo machine and they said it was a coil and they said it'd be four or five days and it's not a coil and uh, they said they were going to place, replace something else, but those technicians are only as good as the gizmos they got if they're not any good. Well, anyway, I'm trying to get some rental car money out of out of Nissan, and when you call them 1-800-NISSAN-1, you get Canada, and they don't care. Yeah. Well, what does is, what is tearing up on me mean, David? 
Well, it was in, I was in South Carolina, and I was coming back. I was hurricane evacuating what I was doing. It was like three, three or four days before the hurricane hit. Well, it just sounded like there was a big rock in it somewhere, like you get a rock in your hubcap. And I didn't have, and I'd get out of the truck, and I'd look, and there was nothing under there, and it sounded like something was just rattling real loud. But um, what, well, I've got a question for you. All my gauges were good. I didn't have no engine lights on or nothing, so I just kept driving. I thought maybe the rock would come out of the hubcap. Well, I've got a but question got for you. And they put it on the machine, and okay. they said it was a coil, and they replaced four of them. And uh, so you have the V eight. You don't have the diesel that they just came out with the the Cummins dual turbo. You don't have that one. You have the regular V eight version. Yeah, I got the five point seven liter. I mean, okay. that thing will fly now. I used to have one. It was amazing what I did in that truck. I actually had to get rid of it, so I was acting <laughs> up too much. Um, but uh, I, I love those trucks, and they actually have pretty much no what? problems. So you've got something going on that's probably unusual. Those Nissan is a truck company. That's what they started as. That's what they're best at, and they are the best trucks. They're great, and or they're well, they're guess, best in I guess my opinion. I blew mine up. It's something. Something's going on there, and it's maybe well, really. Allison, oh, there's something going on there. Okay, definitely. And then at a dealerships, uh, sometimes I don't. I don't. Are you still having problems with it after they replace these? It's still cars? in the shop. It's been in the shop almost two mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah, that's all they're doing is putting it on the machine, and it's telling them to replace parts, and it's not working. And they dri- they test drive it, and it still sounds like it's thrown something. Anyway, I just wanted to talk about, if you want to talk about technicians, I don't know. I don't know what they're no, doing. No, well, sometimes what a dealership will do, and, and when they get something like this, once they get stuck on it, they'll actually get a high-end diagnostic technician to come from an independent shop and have them work on it. Because the dealership techs, uh, they they deal with diagnostics, but not like a lot, a lot, a lot of it. So sometimes they just don't really have the skills to go ahead and take it to that next level of diagnostic when you get some weird problem or issue going on. Then it gets a little more technical. You don't think I'll get arrested if I go to Canton and, and throw lemons at people, do you? I definitely think you will get arrested, David. <laughs> Let's don't do that. <laughs> All right. Well, I've been in jail. I didn't like it. Okay. Well, thanks, Allison. Uh, Thank you. Good luck with that watching, problem. Watching the garden. Be good. Thank right. you. You too. Thanks. What kind of gizmos uh, do they have for diagnosing cars? It's just the OBD2 monitors and like they like a tech needs to be good at learning how to read the lab scope and set up the diameters on their perimeters on that so you can see your what's happening with the car so you got to get good at that so that's a whole skill set in itself is learning how to use the OBD2 with all the different little mechan- the little diagnostic tools that it has built into those and they are expensive and it's, that's where they cut have the the check engine codes and check things? engine code mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we've monitoring. We've, we've been back five times for the same check engine code. <laughs> well, that's another show. <laughs> Let's go to Jackson. Mike, thanks for calling in today. You're on AutoCorrect. Hey, Allison. This is Mikey. Hey, buddy. Um, I heard uh, last hour Kevin was talking about the love bugs and yeah. rain eggs or whatnot. Um, right. Just a little bit of input on rain eggs because I'm a windshield guy. Um, you kind of got to stay on top of it. It's great on your first application. You need to make sure everything's really clean. Um, and if you've got it on there and you start running wipers, 
it's going to smear all the road grime and all the oil from everybody else's car into that oily mix. It's almost like you're waxing your windshield. Well, you know, you I heard running, that waxing it is you good. Running, your wipers just going to smear everything in. And also, it affects the rock peck repair technician. So if you get a rock peck and it's got Rain-X on the windshield, that stuff makes my stuff not work. Okay, Mike, uh, back up just a little bit for us. Uh, for folks yeah. who don't know, our previous show was Creature Comforts, and they were right. talking about the love bugs that are all over the place and are getting on people's cars. And are you yeah. saying someone suggested put Rain-X on the windshields? Yeah, we were. they had actually mentioned waxing your entire car kind of like before the season so the love bugs wouldn't stick as bad because there's an acid in their chemistry or whatever that screw the paint up. And um, Kevin Farrell mentioned Rain-X. Um, I don't know. I thought Liz or somebody mentioned it initially um, and thinking that it would be a, a good way. And I imagine it would be a great thing to keep the love bugs from sticking to your windshield. And I'm not a proponent or an opponent of Rain-X. There's just a few things that um, you got to kind of stay on top of it, man. It's what do you recommend? Stuff. Just cleaning it off like then? Like a weekly treatment, you know. During the season, if you're having a problem with it, instead of yeah, using well, Rain-X. Yeah, the thing is, is if you even if it's not love bug season and you're using Rain-X, after you know a week or so of driving with it, even if you don't use your wipers, the crud from the road yeah. is going to build up on it, and you're going to have to re-clean, retreat, and all that good stuff. So it's basically, great. elbow grease. You don't get away from it. <laughs> Work. Go work. clean your car. It's a pain in the butt, man. So anyway. Awesome. Uh, thanks, Allie. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate you calling in. We've got uh, one more call before we take a break. Uh, let's go to the Gulf Coast to Harry. Uh, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. You're on the air. Hey, how are you guys? Hey, Allison. Look, Great. I've got a driver CB axle boot leak. And uh, so I'm going to need, it's a 2009 Toyota minivan. So I'm leaking transmission fluid out of this uh, axle boot. And I was wondering if you had that little book where it gives the average uh, how much uh, uh, a mechanic should be charging for that type of job. Can you give me an estimate of what uh, a reparable mechanic would charge for replacing the CV axle boot seal? On a 2009 Toyota. I'm just taking a guess here without looking because I don't have all data with me. That's what I like to use. That's what I've gotten used to using is all data. But um, so I'm just guessing it's like a two to three hour job. <clears throat> well, I'm Something talking like money. I mean, how much uh, they're not going to get. Tell me how long it's going to take them. They're giving me wide ranges of, of estimates. Can you give me a, what a three hour uh, boot seal replacement would uh, average to be? Um, it depends. So you're talking anywhere from $85 an hour to $110 an hour. So, you know, you're talking about $200 to 300 in labor, something like that. Right. Or, you and know, any idea what that part would cost, the, the CV seal? For all that part, it depends where you get it. Like you can probably get one on, on Rock Auto for around 70 average, and then it goes up from there. For the CB axle, it can go up to I think around about two forty, three hundred, give or take. If you get OEM at the dealership, mercy. And what's OEM? 
at the dealership. Original equipment manufacturer. Oh, okay. Ooh, we're going to learn learn all sorts of uh, learn. things. <laughs> it's not a hard job. I'd say you could do that if you wanted to do that. That's not one that I would feel like you shouldn't be able to do. Right. So you're thinking around 375 range is about average for just that job? Is uh, that average or the low end? I'd say that's slightly low end. You're looking more like 400 and more if you have someone do it for you. And, you yeah. and you you know, like a, a smaller independent shop that you feel comfortable with and have a relationship with might can save you a little bit more and get a, get a part for a better price. So that's something that I recommend. No, I don't have anyone I can trust down here. That's the hardest problem is finding an actual decent mechanic who's not a shade tree and not the dealership. There's no happy medium around me. Well, we were going to talk about that for a second. So I'll just tip into that real quick. We were going to, she was going to bring up how you find a good mechanic. And one thing that I've always noticed over the years, if they're passionate about it, they will not shut up talking to you when you're (laughs) sitting there asking them about their cars. You know, they care. You know, they're knowledgeable. You know, they do their research. If they're kind of brusque with you and pushing you away, then they're probably not passionate. They've probably lost their passion somewhere and they're just kind of okay they're well, a little and, meh and and harry we're going to talk a little bit about those that are asc certified so uh, we'll get more to that in our next break uh so listeners give us a call this morning uh, if you have questions about your car our number is 1-877-MPB-RING that's 1-877-672-7464 our email is auto at mpbonline.org hey is your car under a recall i have a list of ones that are and we'll talk about that when we come back you're listening to autocorrect on mpb think radio The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. Your old car is kind of like that hairstyle you had in high school. Really cool back in the day. But that old car is still cool when you donate it to MPB Think Radio. Go to mpbonline.org for details. Then sit back and enjoy the ride. Now that's cool. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. And we want you to remember, if you can't listen to our show all the way through live, go online and listen. Our website is mpbonline.org slash autocorrect. And I mentioned uh, just before we went to break that 
you know, there are call recalls for cars just all the time. And you had mentioned to someone who had a brand new car on the last show, if they had a problem, let them know because it might become a recall later. Yep. Yep. That's right. Mm -hmm. So uh, if you go to the National Highway Transportation Safety Agency uh, and type in your VIN number, you can find out about specifically your car. But I wanted to let folks know uh, for the month of September, the 2012 Toyota Avalon, the 2016 to 18 Toyota Prius, the 2015 to 18 Ford F-150, there are two separate recalls for the Acura uh, NSX, the 2018-19 Ram 150, one, yeah, one, 1500, the 2018 Ford Edge and the Lincoln MKX, the 2018-19 Buick, Cadillac, Chevrolet, and GMC vehicles, and the 2017-19 Mini Countryman. So that go on and check to see what it might be a little thing, might be a big Sometimes thing. Sometimes it's tiny. Sometimes yeah. it's big. Just to, to keep you all safe out there. So today we're taking your calls about auto repair. Let's see who's been on the longest. Uh, Lorman, Jack, thanks for calling AutoCorrect. What's your question or comment for the show? Yeah, how you doing? We're great. We're glad you called in, Jack. Go ahead. Uh, I got a 2004, 2004 Expedition Eddie Bowers, and I got two questions. Uh, the first question is, like, my truck will be running fine, and, like, I'll be driving the highway, and all of a sudden, just, uh, I lose power, then check engine light, and all the lights start flashing, and then I would pull over, and it would start right back up. It, it does that several times. And the second question is, my AC unit, it will kick on and kick back off, and I've done change everything that you could think of. Okay. On that first question, um, so 2004, I'm wondering if you're having a throttle body problem, as I've heard of them having Fords, uh, probably with the, that particular, you probably have the V8, well, the Expedition, yeah, but uh, yeah. throttle body issues causing it like to lose power, and I would have people say that it felt like the transmission was slipping and things like that but it was actually within the throttle body a yeah. problem problem with that but that just that kind of sends you in a in a direction so without looking at it otherwise i wouldn't know it could uh you know without checking it further but that kind of gives you an idea of what type of problem you could be dealing with it's maybe not just easy to, to pinpoint on the other problem with the ac ac work is a man it's it's interesting you you really you have to get in there and uh check your pressures and see what's happening if your high side's too high if your high side's too low and get an idea i wonder if your pressure switch has actually been replaced there's so many components to it that affects your ac your where you turn your ac on that little switch can act up so i mean you can have so it's a it's a lot of different little components the ac system on cars are their own whole separate system pretty much except for nowadays where they have them built into the computer where a computer will cut them off to save power and stuff oh. these days so then you have that on top of it too so it's a, but th- you wouldn't have that on that that car but so with so you need you need a, a good ac mechanic 
to help you figure that out where you're not replacing components that you don't need to replace. Okay. Thank you. You're very welcome. So that kind of takes us into some of the questions. Um, The different kinds of mechanics. So there, there are mechanics who specialize in air conditioning. Yes, they're really good at it, and that's. Um, there are some shops. There, I wouldn't say there's shops specifically with AC, but that's the main thing they do, and they do a little bit of this and that too. But it will literally state AC and heat your AC and heating system. All right, All right and that's what you want to look for that specific thing. Okay, because AC systems are they're interesting. Right, it takes experience right. to to know them well, where you're not just replacing components right you know, you're figuring out exactly what it is so. and we were talking about uh, one of the callers mentioned a a shade tree mechanic and i guess that's your uncle bubba who will uh, check on you know ask you to pull into the shade to check your engine right. but then there are individuals who mechanics who work for a dealer mm-hmm. who work at a dealer shop then uh what all kind of chains also are there separate from dealers automotive what types of problems what do they are there a uh, what types of change stores are there what different ones well you've got like your your tire guys like firestone and stuff like that but for like diagnostic if you have electrical problem mm-hmm. there's automotive electrical okay um if you have a suspension problem mm-hmm. there are suspension shops out there okay. that mainly do brakes and suspension that's right. a, that's a segment on the asc test right. it's broken into electrical Brakes and suspension, brakes and um, and suspension and steering, suspension and steering together. Then you have your automatic transmission, your standard transmission. Transmission shops are going to be the same ones together. You have exhaust shops. Wow. Uh huh. So when I have an exhaust problem, I have a specific shop that I go to just for that. Right. And it can be something minor with your exhaust. Um, you have rear end for your your um, drive shaft and right. your differential. And there is a shop just for that. Okay. So your different little areas. So you got a lot of different things. And, and most of them are independent shops. And then you do have like the chain shops. I, uh, you, uh, and then I, I always recommend finding a good independent shop. It's my favorite. They're gonna, right. they're more personable, and you're dealing with a, a direct person and probably the owner. Um, and then you've got your dealerships, which your dealerships are actually they really don't handle as much as you you would think they do or you wish they did. <laughs> they are they're really dealing with like really basic stuff on a day to day basis, and that what they do, and they only learn that car or those those line of cars. So they they're not really dealing with a bunch of different stuff. So right. a lot of times the independent shops better for a weird problem or something. Okay, like that. Well, and that's what we hope this show will be for our listeners. We hope you. Could can call in with your question and Allison can help direct you to the correct type of mechanic that can help you solve your problem. Let's go ahead now and go to the phone. Let's go to Florence, Alabama. Josh, Josh, we love our Alabama listeners. You're on autocorrect. Hey guys, congratulations on the new show. Thank you. Um, I wanted to share, um, there's a startup here in Florence called Park Cycle. And um, what they do is they connect um, the online customer, the consumer, um, with auto parts from uh, salvage yards. And and so, because a lot of times you can buy a used part for half the price of a new part, and it's it's got just as long of lifespan left for it. Um, and so they're kind of shaking up that market 
um, and, and, you know, bringing it, you know, to modern times because most of the salvage yards you go to, unless it's LKQ or something like that, you know. We used to could call a salvage yard, request a part, and they say, be like, I'll call you back, and they would find it and have it shipped from another part. They all network big time, and they actually still do that. Yeah, exactly. They still do it. Well, they're taking that and streamlining it, so you can go on their website and search for the part that you're looking for, and then it will tell you if it's available with their network, um, and then they can have it shipped directly to you. That's awesome. Just bring it online. having to do all of those uh, jumps and hurdles. Um, and I know that they um, have recently started working with um, uh, a big unnamed chain to provide um, used auto parts for their retail locations. So, I'm guessing Rock Auto. Is that the uh, same as Pull Apart that they have in Jackson? It's That's a little different because Pull Apart, you go there and you pull the part oh, yourself. Oh, okay. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. This is a retail chain. Okay. Well, um, that's uh, awesome, though. Thanks for yeah, saying so that. I it would be, I'd that. love to see that be everywhere. Yeah, it's it's uh, partcycle.com, I believe. So. Okay. Thanks that's for that cool. tip, Josh. We You're appreciate that. Yep, y'all have a great day. You too. I'm going to write that down. <laughs> Let's go to one more uh, call before we take a break. Uh, from Gulfport, Rusty, thanks for calling AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Man, great. Appreciate y'all taking my call. Uh, yes, got a comment on a guy that called in last week on your show he was talking about a problem that i went uh, nuts and had about three shots never could figure it out he had called and said that his car would start running really bad or stop running after about 20 or 30 minutes and he had gone through all the sensors uh, done numerous things to it i have an 05 impala that i went through the same identical thing with that did pressure regulator every sensor on the car because i would i would replace one and the check engine light come on with the computer would say a different one went through the whole entire system fuel pump fuel pressure regulator mass airflow sensor every sensor on the car and it ended up being my coil packs were bad i had one coil pack that was bad it would run for about on average it runs 17 minutes die, start running really bad for about a minute, and then just shut down totally. Wouldn't do anything until the coal pack cooled back down. That's interesting. And that's something you wouldn't know unless you have your the, the diagnostic computer and you drive, you're test driving it, and you're watching that misfire monitor to see which cylinder is acting up, and then you pinpoint that cylinder. That's we, the process that would have probably, you know. We couldn't even get the computer to show up because... It wasn't showing on the misfire monitor when it started acting well, you, up? It wouldn't run long enough, but you never know when it would shut down. So mm. you might have sit there and drive the car for a half hour waiting for it to shut down. Intermittent so problems down. are, are <laughs> to oh, say the least. Nightmare. It was an absolute nightmare. To say the least, yep. Well, Rusty, we're so glad that you called in, and hopefully our caller from last week uh, will have listened, or maybe if someone has that problem in the future, they'll uh, remember your call. Well, another uh, compliment to you, and y'all got some big shoes to fill, and it sounds like you're well on the way to do it of replacing 
Tom and Ray on click and clack. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my goal. Or, you know, I'm trying to, to keep it, you know, or, or, or be on that level. So, yeah, very excited to have the chance to do that. Well, on your try. Pleasure listening to you. Okay, Thank you. Well, have a great week. You do the same. Thanks, Rusty. Um, hey, do y'all like car shows? We've got a list of some of those coming up after the break. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. We're so glad that you're listening to MPB Think Radio. This is AutoCorrect. We're talking with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. She is our expert, and I am Liz Gill. We're going to talk, we're going to just do a little quick about some car shows that are going on. There's a the Chris Silas Project, third annual truck and car show in Brandon. And let's see, here's another one. I had these all up. <laughs> this is Liz not being uh, as prepared as she should be. We do have the Low Style Expo to remind people on October 6th. I'll be there signing autographs, and that's in Jackson at the Midtown Arts Center area, and that'll be fun. Fantastic. That. We've also got uh, Cruising the Vic car, truck, and bike show by Northwest Rankin Elementary School. It's at Northwest Rankin High School, and that's on September 22nd. There is another one, um, the Friday Night Cruise Inn in downtown Biloxi uh, at the parking lot just south of the Mardi Gras Museum. And there are all sorts of car shows. I am just amazed at how many car shows they have every weekend. They're all over the place. The fourth Saturday night cruise in in Biloxi, the fourth Saturday night cruise in in Long Beach. They, they're. I'm actually you, you going car- to a, a camping one. It's called the Slamber Party, where they're doing. It's down closer to Gulfport, and it's like we're all camping and talking cars. I thought that was you, car awesome. people. You, car people. I just, so I just want to make sure my car runs. That's how. That's I how I go. <laughs> Let's go ahead and go to Long Beach, Catherine. Thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Hi, I have some questions. I have a 2010 Toyota Corolla. It's leaking transmission fluid. It's, you know, something like light, 
and pinkish little color. And yeah, I had someone check it, and they said it looks like it has air in the transmission fluid for maybe a flood. It was flood. We did have a flood here. And then they also said that the computer, uh, car computer, is going bad. So it drives okay, but occasionally it, it struggles to change. It's automatic, but it's like it's trying to change gears. So I don't know what's going on with it. That does sound like a computer problem. So if okay. you said it's been flooded... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. And computers are, they're about halfway up your car under the dash usually. So it could very easily have messed up your computer and whatnot. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where I like to take it to kind of get like okay. a high-end so, diagnostic done or, or whatnot. Uh, well, they said it looked like it had air bubbles. like So that means water got in the transmission also. Yeah, that could have okay. been. It could have got in through. There's like an air. There's always a little bit of an air vent on top of the transmission, and that water could have easily got up in there and done that. I wonder so if just changing the fluid, just doing a drain and fill, would help you. Have you had that done? No, I don't know where to start. That's why I'm at, I don't go try to get the computer done. I'll get the transmission done. I don't know where to start. Do you have a check engine light on? You said no. Okay. Well, that. well, after the flood, all of the everything electronic start working is bad. The horn doesn't blow. Lights come on and off. Uh, I don't know if something happened after it got flooded. You know, we get a lot of bad weather here, and it it got up like two feet of water up in here. So. Two feet of water is enough. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So well, good luck with that. I, that's a, that's a lot. Oh, where, you know, I didn't. She didn't tell me where. Where are you located? Um, we're. I'm. I live in Brandon, and we're in Jackson right now. Oh. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. So, Allison, Catherine's car was flooded. What? What? What do you do when your car is flooded? Chase the gremlins. <laughs> And that's if it's not driving you too crazy. Sometimes it will um, shut down a car where it's the repairs are too high, and they'll total it on your insurance. Right. So it, it depends, and um, it's a little problematic with with floods. I and mean, there's a reason why a lot of people try to stay away from from flood cars. Then you're, you're chasing gremlins. Like right. she can replace her computer, and then it be just a little bit of water or something has has slightly messed up some wiring and one little sensor, and that sends everything. Thing off and you're chasing a chasing a gremlin. It sounds like to me with her, I'd like to see if that computer is the problem because it can affect your lights and other things on a later model car like that. Not that's a 2010, so it's a little bit later. But um, so that's kind of it's, it sounds like that. And of course that affects your transmission shifting. But on that, I'd I'd like to see a drain and fill on that anyway. But I'm you know right on that. Well, I I understand after Katrina, everyone. Some people got a little taken aback and got purchased cars that were flooded. And every time there's been a big storm, when they had the big storm in Houston and now we've had Florence, that's something if you're buying a used car, if you're buying a new car, you need to be wary of. It flooded the market. Ha, ha, ha. ha. <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, Bay St. Louis. Chris, thank you so much for calling into AutoCorrect. What's your comment or question for the show? Hi, ladies. Great show. I'm having a guy, a mechanic shop, replace an engine in an old truck. It's a 1980. It's a three-quarter ton. It's a workhorse. My question is, does the old engine have any value? 
Was it not running well when you... Yeah, I had water in the oil. I don't know if it was a cracked block or a cracked head, but, um, you know, milkshake. It looked like a chocolate milkshake. And I drained it, uh, tried to use that uh, snake oil stuff they sell to, to, to plug it up, and that didn't work. Let me ask this. Like, Was it actually... Did it have good compression? Was it running hard and strong? Allison, I, I got it to start once after I put that... Um, Whatever that seal it is, he put it in the radiator, washed it out, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it ran for about thirty seconds, and that was it. I just said, you know. And then I had changed the oil, so I checked the oil again, and it had it had filled up with water again. It had already turned to chocolate. That could be like a crack in the block. That could be a crack in the head. That could be a head gasket. That, that's why I decided to go ahead and pay God to put an engine in. It could, well, good well, call on that. I don't think it has value. I got a feeling it doesn't have value I, anymore. I borrowed this truck from a friend of mine. Oh, dear. One of those situations. <laughs> so, yeah, my question is, we haven't we haven't quite agreed up on a price yet. I bought the engine, but the, the labor is up next. Mm. So I'm wondering, do, do, do they get any scrap price for these old engines? No, from scrap metal. You really, there's not much money in that right now either, as far as I know. Okay. Uh, no, right. I don't think you know. There's, they're not like flipping it and making money on the backside on you. Okay. I don't think. I, I seriously don't. All right. Well, there goes that bargaining chip. That's, that's <laughs> good to know. Uh, sorry, Chris. No, no, that's fine. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Well, we are, we're glad that Chris called. If you want to call during our last break, we just have a few minutes more. We're going to take our last break of the show. And when we come back, we're going to hear about Liz's discovery. Everybody probably knows this, but I just found out about a music playing trick for my new car. So give us a call. If you have a question for Allison, our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's prefix one eight. 877-672-7464. You can also send us an email. Our address is autocorrect. I'm sorry. Our email is auto at mpbonline.org. This is autocorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can go back and listen to the whole show online. Our website is mpbonline.org slash autocorrect. And I'm Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASE certified. And we're talking about Liz's brilliant discovery that everybody else knew about 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I had to burst a bubble on that. <laughs> uh, 
my car, we, we just got a, a, a Honda Civic, and it has a USB port. And I have found out that I can take a flash drive and put albums on it and then plug it into the USB port. And then I have music, and it works like an iPod or some kind of uh, music player that plays the CDs that I have at my house. I love that feature there. So I'm spending this weekend, I bought a 128 gig hard drive or flash drive. And so we're going to start putting all the ABBA, Barry Manilow, and Earth, Wind, and Fire. Uh, Those are those are my go to songs. You're going to have a hard time filling that 120 gigs up. That's going to be fun trying to do that. It, 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 It will be. We have an email. It's from Tim. It says, hey, ladies, great show. Today's the first time I've heard it. I'm new to the area, and I'm trying to find a shop around the Jackson area to work on my 2015 VW. I know that there's a dealership here, but they're pricey. Thanks. What do you recommend to Tim on finding a dealer Uh, or a repair shop? uh, Find someone passionate in... um about it and there's a european automotive on highway 51 in ridgeland that i've worked with those guys and hello to them if they're listening they know me i've sent them work and talked to them and stuff um and and they've kind of followed my career a little bit and they're fantastic but they're passionate you can go and sit down and talk to them about cars and they do european very well and they do everything european so they would love to help you with your problem i wish i knew what it was i'm (laughs) I'm curious and we've mentioned during the show that allison is ASE certified, which is short for the National Institute of Automotive Service Excellence. And since 1972, that independent nonprofit organization has worked to improve the quality of vehicle repair and service by testing and certifying automotive professionals. So it's a way to show the world you're taking a test and someone believes in your abilities. Is that right? Yes. And that you're serious. Um, Eric, the car guy on YouTube, some people are familiar with him. He got ASC recertified recently. It's important. Right. It, it, it shows that you are serious. And, and every mechanic I know that I, I really do like what they're doing, and I feel like I can respect what they're saying more, it, they are ASC certified. That is important. And this, I and believe. tests are hard. <laughs> I believe you have to, you keep, it's like a, every five years. Every five or years. You have to get recertified. So you know that that mechanic is staying uh, abreast of new changes. Yeah. and Because Eric, the car guy, was said he had to sit there and study like crazy. And right. uh, I had to study like crazy for it. I mean, you didn't see me without my automotive thick textbook <laughs> for m- months, you know. Well, that way, I, I'm, I love education. And when there's a professional organization that says, here, this is a person we think has done a good job, while uh, your Uncle Bubba may be a good car mechanic, if you want to find someone who's been tested, yeah. that might be a good way to look for a dealer uh, or someone, te- a technician to work on your vehicle. All right, we have four calls we're going to try to run through. Let's go to Amy in Ocean Springs. Amy, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Hi, thank you. Um, I have a 2005 Prius. 
And the hybrid battery has gone out for the second time. The first time it was under warranty, but the second time it wasn't. And the dealership quoted me between four and five thousand dollars with labor for a new battery. But since then, I hear that the batteries have gone down in price. I just want to know if you think it's worth it for me to spend the money, or repair the battery, and I mean because the car is, you know, older. I tell you what um, I want you to do. I want you to email me when I'm going to find who does it around here. I do it. Um, you okay. test the individual cells in the battery. So the battery itself doesn't go bad. The individual cells go bad. Right. And you can I've replace those, and they're only about $60 for the actual cell. The labor really? to find that shouldn't be, to figure out which one it is, shouldn't be that much. So the oh, thing well. is, dealerships, like, they don't do that type of diagnostics at dealerships, so they just replace the whole thing. I wish they'd kind of get out of that practice because it's putting a bad taste in so many people's mouths about hybrids. Hybrids are awesome, and it's it just a minor I, problem. I mean, I went ahead, and it's been a couple of years, but it's still sitting in my yard, and I've even thought about donating it to NPR. But um, I've, I bought a Subaru. I wanted to buy an, another hybrid, but I was scared, you know. Amy, we've got uh, call screener Jay or our board operator, Michelle. They're going to put you on hold and get your contact information so that we can uh, get some information to you. Okay, Amy? Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks. Now we are going to... um, Can we put Amy on hold? No, we can't put... Oh, I can place you on. I can place you on hold. All right, there we go. Uh, now we're going to go to Clarksdale. Ronnie, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Go ahead. Yes, thank you for taking my call. I have a Nissan uh, 13, and one day I was just sitting in it, and the check engine light come on. Okay, and I cut it off and started it back, and it wouldn't. So as I drive it, it was it would miss, and when I get ready to match my brakes... It would real tremble real bad, and sometimes it would cut off. Do you replace your spark plugs as part of regular I re- maintenance? I replace the spark plugs okay. brand new. Okay. And I and I also check my my uh, cores, but only with my hand. Um. And so, what was the check engine light actually? Did you have it red? Big, big pardon. Did you have the check engine light code red? Do you know what it is? Uh well it's the it's the engine light that that came on. I think she's asking you, did you take it somewhere where they read the code that comes up that made the engine light come on? Okay, I did do that, and they said blink one, blink two is what showed up. But you know, oh, bank just, one, bank two. Bank your oxygen right. sensor is acting up then, which is actually that's not a big deal. That's almost regular maintenance on a car because they start wearing out and they stop changing the air fuel ratio as fast as they should. Yeah. Um, just so you end up burning more or less fuel depending on how they're acting. So they're 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 just sort of regular maintenance, sort of. I don't, you know, just. But, um, yeah, you, you probably need to replace your oxygen sensor there. Okay, okay, okay. I just want to get a second opinion on it. That's all. That's what we are here for, Ronnie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I listen all the time. I don't call, but I do be listening. Awesome. Well, we you. appreciate that. Yeah, uh, Allison is the first to say 
she, you know, if there are multiple mechanics in the room, everyone may have a different opinion. And Allison is here to help uh, give her opinion. And she she can't uh, fix your car from in here. I wish, but <laughs> but she can maybe put steer you steer you in the right direction to get your auto problem solved. Let's go to uh, South Haven, Candace. Thanks for calling into AutoCorrect. Hi, thanks for taking my call. We're so glad you called in. Thanks. I have a 2015 Nissan Armada, and my lift gate in the back stopped lifting automatically. And I don't know, I just, I don't know if that's even in the realm of what we're discussing, but I didn't know if it was maybe a computer issue or just like the hydraulic. You said 2015? Yes, ma'am. Still under warranty. Take it to the dealership. It might be something super minor. Okay, it might be something super what? Super minor. Okay. Maybe something really minor. Is there, I think... Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll check that out then. All right. Thank you. Got it. You're welcome. Thanks, Candace. And now we've got our last call from Madison. Mindy has called in. Thanks for calling AutoCorrect, Mindy. Hi. Thanks for having me. What's going on with your car? So what I have, it's not my personal vehicle, but it is a a vehicle that um, we are giving to an underprivileged kid. Um, it is a 2009 Honda Civic, and it has um, the, the rubber that goes around the windows um, is dry rotted, and it seems to be falling off, and we would like to have that replaced. Is that something that I can do, or no. is there somebody you can recommend to me? <laughs> uh, if you've been listening to the show, my friend Mike calls in. He is a window tech repairman. His, his business is Righteous Windshield. He's awesome. He's been doing it for like 20 to 30 years. But what you have to take that window off. He seals it with tar around it and then puts another weather strip on it and seals it all up nice and pretty. So you do have to have a window guy. So maybe oh, okay. any of the <laughs> reputable window companies uh, that around the the state that can do that yeah mm-hmm. in, fantastic in, in and that's I, been that's our hour here, Mindy Thank you. we're so glad that you called in and our Carl screener for today has been Jay White our board engineer is Michelle McAdoo so for Allison Walker who you can follow on Facebook Snapchat Instagram uh, the lady auto mechanic her choice to call herself that name. That's her (laughs) brand, folks. The Lady Auto Mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy show, Kids and Teens, with Dr. Morgan McLeod. Join us next Thursday at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.